Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The announcement today, the confirmation today that the uh, regional areas of Victoria, Geelong, Bendigo, Ballarat and Gippsland will be the main hubs for the 2026 Commonwealth Games. It was confirmed today. It was something that we had seen coming for a little while with, uh, with very strong uh, rumours and murmurs over the last couple of weeks and months, but it was finally confirmed today that it will be the host of the 2026 Commonwealth Games and a big part of uh, Australian sport whenever we go to the Olympics, whenever we go to the Commonwealth Games and even in between as well with major events is hockey and the CEO of Hockey Australia, David Pryles, is with us here on SEN this Tuesday evening. David, welcome. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me. So we knew it was coming. We knew the Commonwealth Games, we've known for a little while now, but the confirmation today that it was uh, confirmed for 2026 Regional Victoria. What does today's announcement mean for Hockey Australia? What was Hockey Australia's response to the announcement? Oh, we're thrilled uh, to have another major event in our back garden is something that um, we always like. And I think now the runway uh, is even longer now to, to Brisbane. It's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, we love having events in Australia and specifically tying it to participation where um, the next generation can um, can watch our athletes perform and they are tremendous athletes. It's, uh, it's really exciting. How large is hockey's footprint in regional Victoria? Yeah, it's huge. It's, um, it actually surprised me coming into this role. Uh, it'd be 50-50 metro regional. Um, some states more regional than others, but uh, we have some great associations across Victoria in regional areas and, uh, you know, it, it hopefully will leave a, a great legacy uh, for the city of Geelong, which is where hockey will be played, um, both from a facilities perspective as well, hopefully, uh, as well as participation. What kind of runway, so you mentioned the word runway, what kind of runway will Hockey Australia uh, have for the next four years heading into the Commonwealth Games and, and what kind of areas of development and growth will Hockey Australia use to, uh, to actually sort of um, help that runway through the next four years? Yeah, it's a really busy time. Um, we've got a Women's World Cup in Europe um, in July, as well as the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, which, uh, which we played late July, early August, um, into sort of pro league um, at the start of next year. Um, and we've only really got two, two and a quarter years to Paris so it's, it's a really, really busy time. Um, we will leverage it. Um, we will have Hockey Roos and Kookaburras games in Australia between now and Paris and then um, the runway through to, um, to, to Geelong and, um, and to those games. We just want everyone getting behind, getting behind the team. We've got some you know, really strong strategy around um, content and leveraging that to the next generation. That's what we want to do. And, you know, even looking at um, our national championships where we have the under-15s and under-18s playing at the moment, it's really exciting to think that some of these athletes will be our, um, our next home um, representatives in the Commonwealth Games and even the Olympics and hopefully medalists as well. How much of, uh, of this, uh, the next four years now in the lead-up to regional Victoria, how much of this are you hoping will filter into other regional areas around the other states of Australia? 
Oh, it's you know we hope we hope it's um, it's just the start. Um, you know, specifically across Australian sport, the biggest challenge we have at the moment is around volunteers and also money spent on facilities. So hopefully, um, by the Victorian government stance and, and taking this regional, um, we hope other state governments across the country uh, invest in infrastructure which then hopefully um, leads to increased participation at grassroots level, and that's what we're looking for. In the, in the balance and the hierarchy of other major events that hockey is uh, a participant in, be it your own plus multi-sport events like the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games, uh, where does the Commonwealth Games sit in that sort of hierarchy and what kind of impact do you hope the Com Games has on the sport in this country? Yeah, it, it's very high. It's not as high as the Olympics for obvious reasons. Um, that's the absolute pinnacle of our sport. Um, but it's well and truly up there with the World Cup um, in regards to the importance. And, and it plays a big a big part in actually the runway to an Olympic Games. So, um, you know, 2032 is only 10 years away. Um, so Commonwealth Games and playing in major events um, is critical to the development of our players, especially our hockey roos, which... Um, is a younger squad um, compared to the Kookaburras, which obviously is a uh, mature squad and just finished outside of the gold medal in a playoff last year in Tokyo. So um, they're critical steps to, to getting the ultimate goal, um, which is obviously Olympic, Olympic gold. You've been in the position of Hockey Australia CEO since October, I believe, so about half a year in the job now. What have you been met with in this role? Yeah, I've actually started. Um, I started January, but um, announced uh, I was coming over in October. Uh, it's been a busy time. Um, commercially, uh, we've announced some some good strong deals. We we, we launched a new streaming product, um, so all of Premier League at, at grassroots level through to national champs. And I'm pleased that um, some international fixturing against Malaysia will be on that platform as well next week. Actually, it starts so. Um, over a thousand hours of live hockey can be now watched. Um, there was obviously a public cultural review that was um, that was sought through the Hockey Roos program. I'm pleased after spending a week with the new squad in Perth that um, there's a renewed cultural shift. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been busy, but um, we're firmly planning towards you know a Women's World Cup this year, Commonwealth Games, men and women, and then a Men's World Cup in uh, in January next year. So. Never a dull moment in Australian sport, but um, you know it's a really, really exciting time. That was going to be one of my next questions as well, is the hockey ruse. So at what stage in this uh, sort of uh, re-fortification, let's say, of the culture of the hockey ruse are you at at the moment? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a really exciting time for the program. Um, a legend of our sport, Katrina Powell, who was in an interim coach uh, at Tokyo now, he's come on full-time. Our, our new high-performance director, Bernard Savage, who um, is one of the most experienced um, directors in, in sport, in Australian sport, having worked at, at numerous sports. He's on board. He's been on board since December, um, and we're and we're spending obviously a lot of time on that cultural review and implementing. And we're almost there with with all the recommendations. Um, there's been induction that was held last week for a new squad of 22 players, and as, as I say, it's a refreshed squad. Uh, we've got a lot of youth in that squad. It has been picked with an eye to, to Paris rather than um, the World Cup and Commonwealth Games of this year. But, um, yeah, there's a renewed sense of enthusiasm across not just the hockey roos but the sport in general. And you compare that to the Kookaburras, which obviously were really unlucky in Tokyo last year, but, you know, they're hungry and they're going to go. And 
and, and aim for a gold medal in, in Birmingham and, and uh, a gold medal in the World Cup in India so, next January with a, with a view to, to success in, in Paris. So the men took silver in Tokyo, as you said. They made the final, and it was a heartbreaking loss, but they almost got there in the end. The Hockey Roos um, won their group and did it undefeated. So they were exceptional, but fell at the first hurdle of the, of the knockout phase at the Olympics. Solid results all round, but ultimately, uh, we know we're one of the best nations in, in the sport, and, and I'm sure the public would have been expecting gold. Was there a shift in sporting policy after those mixed results of the Olympics, or does Hockey Australia believe that it's on the right path after Tokyo? Uh, oh, so obviously, for the men's program, it's, uh, I won't say it's business as usual, but there's a renewed uh, vigour about the squad um, because you know they have a sole purpose of... of of getting a gold medal in Paris. So um, that's firmly um, in train. Where the Hockey Roos, clearly they won their first five games and were unlucky to fall in the quarterfinals, as you said, 1-0 to India. Um, there's been a refresh in the squad, as I said. There's been five retirees. Um, there has been more of a, a focus on the pathway, so the more junior athletes coming through. With a view not only to Paris, but Melbourne, oh, sorry, Victoria now 26 as well as LA in, in 28. So um, we need to reset. We haven't medalled. Aussie Roos haven't medalled for 20 years. So, um, you know, that's that's something that's hanging over our head and something that, um, you know, we really want to we really want to change. In between those major events of the Com Games, the Olympics, the World Cups and the like, there is the Pro League, which is uh, like a, a league-based round-robin format uh, featuring the national teams, which takes place um, in between all of those major events uh, year on year, Australia and New Zealand, for that matter, chose not to participate in this year's Pro League because of the pandemic and because of, uh, I guess, the uncertainty around travel and travel restrictions. Will the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos be participating in the Pro League from next season onwards? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's critical to the development of, of the players as well. So we, um, as I said, the Kookaburras play next week against Malaysia and Perth and then um, we've organised... Um, a series against New Zealand in New Zealand next month, uh, and then Pro League for us starts again early next year. Um, in February, we play um, the Hockey Roos play a home series against China and Germany. The men play in India, and then um, both squads play Argentina, Spain, and the US uh, at home in Australia. We then go again to New Zealand to play the New Zealanders and Great Britain, and then we go to Belgium and the Netherlands to play those two countries. So. As I said, it's a very, very busy packed schedule the first sort of six months of next year. Um, but that's what we need where we've been starved of matches since the pandemic started. And I think you saw that those results in, in Tokyo across most Australian team sports where just a lack of match play um, really got us in the end. And we saw the advent of the Hockey One League in 2019, which was, uh, it was great to see, but happens almost at the, at the unluckiest time because we got one season in and then the last two seasons we haven't been able to see because of the pandemic. What's the timeline for Hockey One this year? Will we see the, the competition back at the end of the year? Yeah, it's really exciting, Hockey One. It's almost like a relaunch. So, yes, Hockey One will be back, um, bigger and better than ever, um, towards the end of the year which is great. It's got its own date now in the hockey calendar, not just here, but around the world. So um, stay tuned. There's some really exciting announcements coming up uh, in the next month or so. But um, that's really top, top quality hockey. And, um, yeah, excited to see it back as well. What does Hockey Australia want Hockey One to look like and, and want it to be? Yeah, it's a really good question. I mean, obviously, um, 
we have a top-down approach where um, we need more eyeballs on our sport. Um, it's interesting, every four years, everyone's a hockey expert, which is great, and I love it. And I was one of them before joining this job, but um, you know, we need more regular content um, to really leverage off both from a high performance perspective and marketing and comms perspective and participation. And so um, it has its own place in the calendar. Um, we want it to be um, not just that participation leverage and, and marketing concept, but also the link to high performance and have the next hockey ruse and kookaburras come through hockey, hockey one league. Um, so, you know, we see it around for a very long time and we need to build it. We need to build it slowly. I think we can't get ahead of ourselves, but um, it, it'll have its place in the calendar and I, I, I look forward to, to the second iteration later this year. Excellent stuff, David. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on SEN and uh, we're all looking forward to seeing the Hockey One League, seeing the Pro League back as well with the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos involved and then onto the, uh, onto the big events later this year and then in four years from now as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Jordan. Thank you. David Pryles, the CEO of Hockey Australia, with us here on the Macca's Run this Tuesday evening.